When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. It's Unchained time with Patrick Royce. Patrick, how are you on this Monday? I'm sort of depressed. Because Whoa. yesterday was a fantastic sports day. A fantastic Sunday. and But it's the last, basically, weekend of NFL freedom. <laughs> five weeks. The five weeks of summer that I most like, enjoy. Yep. From the weekend of the British Open... Because we've wrapped up the mini camps that week. Because we all U.S. Sit. Open. Uh, yeah, from the, the U.S. US Open. Open. Excuse yeah. me, from the weekend of the U.S. Open. Yep. Because we all schedule the uh, mini camp through Friday, but our boys work so hard. Thirty-two different NFL teams break it up early and reward them. Right? Yep. Isn't that how it works now? A lot of paintball. Yes. Uh, so, but we're done with that. No nonsense. Five weeks, NFL free. Zim's down drinking bourbon on his uh, ranch, getting kicked by horses and stuff. And uh, and uh, everybody's, uh, we're, we're NFL free. And we can concentrate on the two sports that I love more than any others, golf and baseball. Mm-hmm. It is, I like a nice, slowly paced, build up to the drama contest. Unlike the youthful jackasses of America who love uh, UFC and crap like that. So anyhow, yesterday was a fantastic finish, wasn't it? First of all, you bring the uh, British Open back to Ireland for the first time in 68 years. Yep. And, you know, they had some difficulties over there between Northern Ireland and, and the Republic of Ireland. You might have heard about those, the Troubles, Yep. when we blew up ships and did stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, blew up Lord Mountbatten's yacht and uh, various other things. But you get an Irishman to win it, uh, Shane Lowry, from the, you know, from the south, but four hours away. But to see 30,000 Irishman surrounding the 18th green. They let them run out, you know, when it's obvious somebody's going to win and they're not going to have a playoff. They let them all run out. Yep. And this guy is walking up the uh, the 18th with the biggest 
smile on his face that you've ever seen, a big red red beard, a red-haired Irishman. And uh, it was, I loved it. It was fantastic. And then... I saw your tweet, too, about your mom. Yeah, my mother. My Irish mom, who never watched golf, she would have been weeping. She would have been crying. And my Aunt Helen and uh, Aunt Peggy would have been, you know, Peggy McDonough and uh, the McDonough girls would have been weeping uh, for joy to see an Irishman win because, you know, they were, they were, the 11th commandment for them was cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. You know, they were, they were, uh, you know, that was back when, uh, uh, you know, that Irish connection meant something. But uh, I thought that was a great way to start the morning. And then the Twins game. I know people are mad about the bullpen. They're mad about everything. And mad it took four hours and two minutes. But it was an epic four-game series. It was fantastic. One of the great four-game middle-of-the-summer series that this team's ever been involved in. Eddie, Eddie gets the biggest hit of the year. They win game one. Yep. Game two, they uh, you know they have a lead. They let it get away, and then we get to see Liam Hendricks come in and throw a hundred, and say, "Oof, they're never going to touch him." And then Saturday, unbelievable game because the Twins, after blowing it, having Taylor Rogers let it get away, the ball get kicks off Adrianza's glove and two runs score. Then the Twins try to come back again and don't. And then to come back and win it yesterday after. And here's what's interesting about yesterday. May comes out, gets himself in trouble, second and third, nobody out, strikes out the side, pitches the, the greatest three-batter stretch of his career, then he goes back out and gives it away again. And then three days after Eddie getting the biggest hit of the season, Adrianza gets the biggest hit of the season. I thought it was fantastic. It was a great series. It was uh, terrific. And... And the A's are a fun team. Oh man, they keep coming at you, and they're not the—they're uh, not the kind of the rag muffin who's playing today team of the past. Nope, they're great on the left side of the infield, Chapman and uh, Semyon, and uh, you know they center got, fielder is really good. Center fielder is good, a really good player. Olson's good. Yeah, Olson. They—they uh, they got a real team this year, but they're like everybody else. They got one reliever. Liam Hendricks, and they got to kind of take their chances with the other guy. But it was a hell of a series. It really was. And now the Yankees are in town, and uh, they were not, they're not sold out. I was surprised. I was talking to St. Pete uh, Thursday, I believe it was, and they're not. They're, uh, there's tickets. So. For the Yankee series? For the Yankee okay. series, yeah. So it'll surprising. be close, I'm sure, 35 or so. But uh, it was uh, – anyway, I thought it was a great Sunday. Explain to me what you think – is going on with the bullpen when you DFA three guys, spend the entire weekend with seven guys, and the fact that Rocco threw, felt he had to or purposely threw May for 49 pitches on Sunday I thought was interesting. Yeah, they uh, have, uh, well, they, they got rid of three guys they had no faith in, obviously, even though they sold two of them, and the Twins fans are convinced that they they did this because of the cheap. Do fans know you get like twelve bucks? Yeah, you get like you you don't get enough to pay for their meals, you know, to pay for their flight to wherever the hell they're going. Uh, Morin and uh, I, I was a little surprised by the Morin one, and Jose Pereos obviously doesn't understand either. Yeah, he sends out a tweet. It's all about the money. I think he's unhappy that he didn't get what he was looking for this spring, don't you? Yeah, and he 
he but was he I was told he was called and quickly deleted the tweet when the DFA process was explained to him. Yes, yes, yeah. He I, just didn't understand. No, it. he thought they were selling him for a million bucks or something yep. instead of uh, you know, a, a coupon for a Big Mac at McDonald's they got. So, anyway, that's but people are we 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 have we have allowed uh we have allowed Dummies access to uh, social media sites that uh, will will are now convinced this is you know the twins should be buyers and they're sellers. Well, that's not exactly it. They're uh, everybody wants them to get a trade done this week though. But look what has happened this month. The A's that's crazy. The A's gave up Homer Bailey. The A's got Homer Bailey from Cincinnati. And the Cubs got Maldonado. Or Kansas. And yep. those are the only trades. Yes. Nope. Everybody's hanging. You know, Detroit. Look at the Giants. Detroit, Toronto. No, but what I'm saying is Toronto. Oh, hang players. Hanging. You know, okay. Stroman. I thought you meant. You know, Stroman. Teams are turning you're around. Not, you know, Twins might get Stroman. They're not getting Stroman unless they give him Lewis or Kirloff. Yep. Or unless it's 2 o'clock on July 31st. And then Toronto decides to take what they can get. So there's there's... There's a dozen real teams that are trying to get pitching. That there's nobody interested in any position player in Major League Baseball. Any you know prospects, right. but there's not right. one. There's players. not one veteran position player that is on the, that anybody gives a damn about. All they care about is pitching, right? Absolutely. But what's but. Uh, to go back to your point even more, what's crazy is like with the Giants. The Giants are 500 now. Yeah. But Buster told you on the baseball show a month and a half ago yeah. now? Yeah. The Giants were basically in, you know, the same shape as Baltimore at that time. Oh, yeah. They were horrible. You know, Bumgarner, Will Smith, all those, Watson, all those guys were gone. No, we were talking about how horrible they are because they had all these 32-year-old guys making right. millions and millions. And now that it's Boshi's last year and they don't have any... You know, they're not going to really replenish. It's not like if they make a couple of trades here, they're going to be on the cusp next year. So I suppose they might decide, well, what the hell, maybe we should try to make a wild card. But I think they're fooling themselves. I think they'll hit us. I'd still trade them, but nonetheless, it's gone from being a slam dunk that they would trade them now to being at least a question. Well, it's not only Will Smith. They got like five veteran relievers, and they're all... You know, they'll trade a couple of them, I would think, but Bumgarner's a big one. They're, they're going to trade Bumgarner. I think they're still going to trade. Although, if they have another week where they go 6-1, and one, you know, it's it. but it it has been incredible. There's no doubt about it. It's uh, that the Giants, that's that's turnaround surprises me as much as anybody. But it, I guess what I'm trying to say is, okay, Toronto, why don't they make a trade with Toronto? Well, because there's... 12 teams talking to Toronto. You know, everybody needs relief pitching. Oh, the list of buyers is yeah, yeah. off the charts. And, and so they're all waiting to see what they're going to get at the end here. But the boys, uh, there's uh, this this bullpen, which was holding its own until about a week ago. Is the long, hot days of summer have gotten to it, and they got to do something. Cody Stashak, I don't think. Do you think Cody Stashak's going to excite the fan base because he uh, doesn't walk too many guys? Cody, I think he's man. kind of a side armor, isn't he? Well, he's, is he? I've never. Seen I him. thought they'd call up Lewis Thorpe, but uh, I guess they must not think they can use him out of the bullpen. I don't get why they've called up twenty-three relief pitchers and they're all right-handed. Get another lefty. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I don't get why you would DFA three guys 
off of your roster and not keep one of those. It was as if they expected something was going to happen in the past seven days that yes, didn't happen. I thought they were, yeah, yeah. I think they were. But, 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 but to me, but, but here's the deal. If you're making a trade, you're giving more players than you're taking. Yeah. So why why are you creating, uh, I guess it's for the, you know, these guys that they're going to run in and out, the Cody Stashaks. Let's see if he can get somebody out. But one problem there is Rocco doesn't trust anybody. No. And now Ryan Can Harper. blame him? And now Ryan Harper, who has fooled them with with a with a lack of exposure anymore is uh is hitting the wall but you know Mays there everybody's mad at May but he's probably the second most trusted guy they have I thought so. what they did to May on Sunday though yeah for May's sake was not fair what was uh, bringing him back I wasn't there what was his explanation oh I th- he well <laughs> it's Rocco he didn't really have one he uh I think he sees this as uh, I got no, nobody left, but but I also think at some point in time you've got to look upstairs and say, boys, this is what I got. Yeah, and, and what were his options? Uh, I, this is not a good one. I would have brought Latell back quicker on Sunday than they did. I wouldn't have given May that. The, the one inning was bad and tough enough, and you said he struck out the side. You're right, but yeah, I wouldn't. But I have mean, brought him once back he up. got, and I would think emotionally or mentally. May thought he was done, don't you? After he gets the way he out celebrated of that, after out he, the side, he struck out the third. Now they say, like, "Okay, yeah. get back out there." Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was a hell of a series, and now you get the the bombers in town, and it's gonna be a good summer. Oh, it's been fun. Yeah, it's but been fun. Four oh two though, the last two. I was home yeah, Saturday. Nine. I Sunday. was home Saturday, and I wasn't at the press box to say, "Boy, this game is moving fast." So I tweeted out, "If I was in the press box, I'd say, boy, this because through five innings, it was what like hour and a half. You know what? And, and it ended up I was three there, and a half. And I still hate you because of that. <laughs> that was three and a half. But anyway, if if the games are going to be that good, you can hang in there. Although it looked like half the crowd was gone by the time. How about Friday night? Mrs. Ricey went. Mrs. Ricey went with uh, her uh, niece and her sister, and they were home. And they they left after seven, and you know went to the car, and got it got to our place, and there was the eighth. The bottom of the eighth was just starting. <laughs> so, was that on Sunday or which one? Yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Yesterday. Oh, yeah. They managed to get to their car. Out of the ramp and yep. drive home while uh, three outs were being recorded. If, if Kep does not get the hit in the ninth on Sunday, still playing. We got a chance to go five oh two. Oh yeah, a good seven, chance to go five oh two. Chance to go seventeen. And who do you pitch? Again. And by the way, who do you pitch at that point? Cole Stewart just keeps going, doesn't he? I guess. Yeah, Cole Stewart has to keep going. It's uh, anyway. Uh, it's uh, been a interesting nine game homestand, and uh, it continues here with the Bronx Bombers. So, boy, I think maybe in this park where they can't just pop up home runs to right field. Yep, you got a ha- eighth of a chance. But uh, I don't know how any team's going to beat the Yankees playing in the Yankee Stadium in October. No, because but you're going to lose seventeen fifteen. Yeah, well, you got guys who have to hit the ball 80%. They hit home runs. Mm-hmm. They don't have to hit it. You know, Aaron Judge and Encarnacion and and, uh, and I was talking to Buster. Back. I was talking to Buster, and Buster says, Aaron Boone is preaching right center to all those right-handed hitters. Think yep. right center. Because it's a pop fly. 
Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. We should talk about the little second baseman. What are you going to do? Are they? What are they going to do with Scope? Scope's okay, but uh, how are you going to get him on the field here pretty soon? Well, they spot guys enough. Yeah, Ryan's can play enough positions. Yeah, that I think it's not going. It's not going to come off as a complete benching, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, not going to look bad for no. Scope. Yeah, he's, he's just not going to get, get out there half the time. Yeah, basically. but that's fair. That's fine. Yeah, the little second bit, Arias is incredible. He can hit. He can hit, boy. It's uh, you know he doesn't. What's he struck out eleven times or something? Yeah, that like sounds that. right. Yeah, he's uh, he can hit. He can. He's not as fast as I thought he was when he hit that ball. No, on, when he hit that ball in the corner Sunday, I thought that was a double, didn't you? Yeah, he had to hit the not, break. No, no, he doesn't. But he's uh, he's something. But you know the thing about him at the plate for his age, nothing bothers him. No, well, he and he adjusts in the box. If a guy's throwing a sinker, he moves up and he moves around. Yeah, it's something. It, and he was not on our. Where was he on our prospect list? About eighteenth, maybe. Yeah, not even that. So that tells you about prospect lists. I have no idea. When when he got called up, mm-hmm. I thought, "Who's this?" I I think I love his face even more than Ostadio's, though, because Ostadio just got a fat face. Yeah. This kid's got a square face that somehow is fat, but it's like a cartoon, isn't it? It's like square. It's a box. It is a, bo- yeah, it's a box. Right. Yeah, it's a box. It's a box, but it's chubby. Yeah. It's a chubby box. You don't see that. How's it even often. possible? I don't know. Because you can't have a double chin if you have a chubby uh, a box face. That's true. Anyway. Well, yeah, he's a hell of a player. Actually, I thought they, uh, you know, it, it could get worse. It could be down to even here uh, pretty soon. But I thought I thought they played better. I think they're playing. A and Cleveland better. gets real teams starting again on Friday. Cleveland gets Houston starting on Friday. Yeah. Yep. So they're they're going to be out. It'd be of interesting this to see Kansas if they City. can hit. They got shut out the other night, one uh, zero by Kansas City. It'd be interesting if that lineup can hit. The Twins still have a better lineup than they do. They need Buxton back though, because they go from. They go from a C minus fielders to a fielding team to a B plus fielding team when he's on a field. Buxton makes more money every time he does not play. Yeah. Well, they don't. You know, there was at the the Mets series. There were two balls, big. There were two big plays that would have he would have made the, the throw to the plate and then the catch in left center yeah. that uh, that weren't made. So anyway, they need him back. What's up with Max out there? I always thought that the drop-off from Buxton to Kepler was noticeable in center previously, but I feel like this past time it's been... I wonder if he's got a sore arm. It's something that seems weird. Because his, not only was that throw, the not only did he make the Jack Jones Memorial throw from center field the other day, but then the next day... Didn't barely didn't get it to the pitcher's mound when he was trying to make it. Yeah, I mean he wasn't he wasn't keeping a guy from advancing, but uh, 
but he just made a terrible throw, so I don't know. But uh, he's a good player. He's a good player. Kepler, well, yeah. He's having a hell of a year. Yeah, so no, anyway, anyway, it's a lot it right. of fun, and uh, it's been great, and no Vikings, and now this week. Here's uh it's a little early for my rant, but uh, I really think training camp has lost any level of interest by not being in Mankato. I know it's more convenient. You know, it's more convenient for the team. It's more convenient for the reporters. It's maybe even for the fans. But there's no, like, it. it's nothing. It's practice. Right. Right? It's no... Hey, let's go to Mankato, uh, you know, and you know, get autographs and do. Now, if you get it on, all autographs are now official, right? I mean, there's have, no, yes. there's no place that the they can trap somebody. No. They're not going to see anybody they walking don't go near around. The, they don't go near the stand. You're not going to go over to Jake's and see anybody eating a pizza or anything like this. It's, uh, I think it's, I think you lost a lot. And uh, not having not not having two weeks of training camp where the you know the public can make their you know the you know going hey going to this foreign land Mankato yes. I, I think it's terrible yeah. it anyway. was fun no it, yeah. it, it was a it was a grind but it was fun in Mankato yes yeah and this I think is, it was more this fun is just more the, this is yeah, just corporate yeah everything's everything's corporate it is it's uh, it it is that and uh, I just want to know. Now that training camp is here, and we've broken down Cousins, you know, we we basically inspected his digestive tract in the uh, in the offseason. You're trying to think hard every, how to put that. Every one. every I almost said ball movements, but I didn't want to say that. I thought it'd be a That's little podcast. tacky. That's yeah. fine. But anyway, yeah. well, we've broken down every possible thing with him. And the offensive line, and Irv Smith, like, this is one of the great draft choices ever. What are we going to do? What are we going to write about? Until they play an exhibition oh, game. Oh, more cousins. Anyway. Yeah. It's a quarterback. Yeah, I know that. But, uh, God almighty. I'm, they first practice is Friday, right? The first, yes. It's a rookie's Tuesday through Thursday, and then the full squad Friday. Mm, wow, I'm excited. God, just, just what, when do we open? Wake me up when we open. We have, uh, Atlanta. Oh, the September September tenth yeah. or yeah. something like that. Oh, I'm with. Uh, yeah. Here's the here's the big question. Yeah, I'm with you. They were pretty healthy last year, right? Mm, not, yeah. Not, not serious injuries. I'm trying to think. Know. No, no, I don't think so. Not not many serious. Dalvin got hurt as he always does. But yeah, but not for the season or anything. Yeah, but uh, you know, you know what that means. The next year you aren't. So when you're trying oh, that to might be problematic. Huh? No. That might be a problem. No, what I'm saying is, you know, that anytime you you start your expectations and say, Boy, this team is gonna be really good, you know, you never know in the NFL, except if you're the Patriots who are good enough to replace everybody. But are you gonna are you gonna have three guys miss half the season? Or six guys miss half the season. That's that's the that becomes the question. If it's right? on defense, Zim will not be happy. No. If it's on offense, he might say, "Ah." Well, I'll tell you what, though. The one thing about the offensive line is they can't afford anybody to get hurt. Right? They're, they might be they might be mediocre, but if somebody gets hurt, what are they going to do? Oh, they'll be in huge trouble. Yeah, absolutely huge trouble. I do agree with one thing. I heard the uh, 
I think it was one day that you guys were actually talking about the Vikings here. You don't do it much, I know, but on uh, Score North, but uh, talking about the Vikings. You mean the Chargers? Are I, I think Cronin, uh, Cronin, and Collar were going, and the key, you know, player you're most interested in. I think Cronin said Dalvin Cook, and it is. I mean, this is, yeah. you know, if he doesn't play this year, if he misses half the season. Been nice knowing you, son. Well, well who takes his place? The I know. No, no, no. But yeah, right. No, I'm, I'm no, agreeing. No, what with I'm you. saying, long. I'm not talking about this year. He's your guy. But if he gets hurt again, when when do you oh. say? When do you say? Okay, that ship sailed. He can't get hurt three years in a row. Probably not. No. And then you you know you got to say that's it. Thank you. This is an interesting uh, situation on this though. They're doing everything they can now, and they know that they have to to surround Cousins with as much as possible because they realized that he's not as good as they thought. Is that going to work? Well, um, obviously the uh, whole play-action thing is what they're going to try to incorporate here, and they can need Dalvin Cook for that, right? Yes, absolutely. They can need that threat for Dalvin Cook. And if that means you're going to give Dalvin Cook the ball 22 times a game, is he going to last till October? And my guess is absolutely not if you do that. Mm-hmm. So, if you give him the ball 22 times a game, he might get through October, but he's going to get hurt at some point. Uh, it is interesting to me that they're uh, tying their wagon to this Bradbury kid at center. Why is that? Well, you know, I thought the other guy was our savior two years ago. Elfline? Elfline. Yeah, but he can yeah. play guard. I mean, that, that line was such a disaster yeah. last year. They have to do whatever they can. I guess so. But they wanted to draft a guy that they thought could step in and play day one. Because mm-hmm. if and they didn't, they and they don't time. have any idea if he can, but they just hope so. But they they think that among the the offensive linemen available when they drafted, he's got the best chance. How many centers play immediately and play well? Well, Sullivan played his second year, right? Because yeah. he came in and sat behind Burke for a year. Mm-hmm. So probably Ma- might... Matt Mick Tinglehoff. Elfland that was nineteen sixty two. That's a long time ago. I think the I think the requirements for playing the position have changed. So you think just a little bit? Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I I'm just asking that question. I'm trying to. I I thought center was one of those uh, developmental positions. Well, sort of. Elfline came in and played, so they're they're probably thinking the same thing. But if they're wrong about this, who lasts? Who mm-hmm. survives? I mean, Spielman and Zim got their options picked up, oh, Pat, but that gone. doesn't matter. If they don't make the playoffs, they're both gone. Yeah. They're, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. I I don't – what's the over and under on them? Nine and a half? Nine? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're going to go over that. Although my guy Lineman, he's a big under guy. Well. And he, he's pretty good on football, but I, I think they're an over team. I, I think – I still think they have, you know – Manpower wise, some of the best you know talent in the NFL. Yeah, I really do. And defensively, they're still they still should be oh, very yeah. good. Should be. My question is this: are, are the Packers going to be good again, and are the Bears going to remain as good as they were in 2018, or like a lot of teams, take a little bit of a step back? I'm a Trubisky guy. I'm in on Trubisky. Yeah, why are you? I just like he's an athlete. He got uh, appreciably better last season. His throwing will improve. And uh, I just think that, you know, he's – I'm an old-time 
these guys should be developed quarterback guy, and they don't allow that to happen anymore. But but I, I when I first saw him, I thought it was a joke a couple of years ago. But I think he's going to be okay. I think he'll be an asset. Because if he's good, then they're probably in pretty decent shape. That defense, I think, is still going to be. They won't score as many points, but unfortunately, they've contended. Talking about constantly reminding the team about how bad their kicking is and how bad their kicking. But but he also has this whole thing where he keeps bringing up the Eagles' loss and don't ever forget that. It's a very weird. And he seemed to be. He seemed to be such a sharp guy until he. You know, and he was going to keep Parky Parky until he joked about missing it, and then he now he went he, on the Today Show and they got really mad because he didn't tell them. Yeah, yeah, but you know, is that worth no dumping him when you don't have no. a replacement? You know what the Vikings? One of their best moves is hiring a kicking consultant. Why doesn't everyone have a kicking consultant or kicking coach? These yeah, guys well, you guys goalies. have been right. You guys have been no right. Part of if, if you I'm guys have been right that. about this. Zim shouldn't even be allowed to watch kicking practice. Right. Zim should not be allowed. Zim should, and when one of his kickers is kicking, yep. Zim should have to turn around and face the 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 seats because Zim and Zim is Zim lets them drive him nuts. Now you were get rid of Daniel Carlson guy too. Yes. You know, well, because you never should have drafted him. Because I knew they'd yeah, well, screw him up. Wouldn't you like to have him now? But they were gonna. But he needed someone who wouldn't screw him up. Who the hell's their kicker now, anyway? Who we got? I don't uh, Dan Bailey, the kid oh, that was right. there, or the yeah, guy that veteran was in Dallas, and then he'll he, make a. Yeah, he'll he'll make most. He wasn't great, right? No. Although no. the Bears would take him in a heartbeat. You know who was fine? <laughs> Kai Forbath. He made yes. some extra points. Yes. He made a 50-something yarder against the Saints in that playoff game. Why they ever cut him or drafted another kicker? Is he anywhere? I why don't know. the Bears try him? I don't know why they don't. <laughs> he tried out in Jacksonville last year, and I don't think he got – he didn't get signed, I don't think. But anyway. You I, know, the only the only coach in NFL history who showed any patience with a kicker was McCarthy. Yep, because Mason Crosby had what about six six years ago had one of the worst years in the history of sports. Was it the game in Detroit? He missed something like four of them. Oh yeah, well he missed half of them one year. I mean he couldn't make anything, and they didn't give up on him, and then he came back and started making them again. That's got to be one of the most frustrating positions to coach in sports. They have too uh, they have too much influence on the outcomes of football games. You have you have these monster guys out there of the franchise. But is the worst miss in history, including the Gary Anderson miss, because it's 105 below zero. You're playing a team that's better than you. Mm-hmm. You go out there and have, you got a quarterback playing who couldn't start for East Ridge High School throwing these ducks all over the place, and yet somehow... You're in position to win that game, and this little twit goes out there and kicks it straight where he's standing instead of two feet to the right and make a field goal. It's I think it's the worst ever. If I had been out there freezing to death playing for that defense... I would have ran over and beat him up. Right all there on the just, field? Just, all of them should have just beat the hell. And then we got third graders writing him 
poems and all that crap. There would have been a lot of fan support if he had been attacked by his defense. Yeah, where's he? Uh, where did he get a job? He, he got a job in Seattle. Didn't have a good no, year. I didn't. So and he's I think done. He's, out, he's done now. I bet he pick it. I bet he kick for the Bears by about game five. But you know what? With Zim, any kicker you you draft or who is a little bit mentally weak, you got to get rid of. You need a grizzled veteran. Yes. I would go to Seabass right now, well, get him out out of retirement because he smokes and drinks constantly. <laughs> That's Zim's kicker. How about uh, show up drunk? Well, who just gave the 49ers? Just gave Robbie Gould like two years. He's he was my ho- age, isn't he? He was holding out. How old is he? Like 38 or yeah. something? Yeah, and I think he, he wanted to go back to the Bears, and then they gave him the contract. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a big Bears guy. <laughs> yeah, the Bears. The Bears got two guys going to camp. They, they'll have. Nine guys in there before the... I think, they'll start the season yep. with Emmett Carpenter or somebody like that. Over-under on kickers blowing games for the Bears this year, I think, starts at two and a half. Yeah, they'll blow a couple. I think they'll, they'll I think they're yeah. going to be so mind-bleeped by Nagy <laughs> that they got yeah, no chance. It is. It is. It is incredible. The uh, That's a column there, though. They hate... Football coaches hate kickers worse than hockey coaches hate golden. And those are the yeah. only and, yeah. and name me another position besides those two where you actually hate the position in sports. Yeah, basketball. There's no position you no. hate. Golden. If, if you're yeah. a coach, baseball. No, no basketball. Like you Pitchers can get down weird, on a point guard, but you, yeah. but it's not like it used to be because now the point guards are shooting threes yep. and it's it's not. Like and it pitching in baseball is not really like that, is it? I mean, they they can be odd. Yeah, relief pitchers, I suppose. But uh, like Trevor you know, May isn't yeah. high on Rocco's list these days. No, but the the closer who's you know the the closer who's you know the Ron Davis closer. You know, that, sure. the guy who's about 60%, you know, who's, uh, those those guys can drive if you go you. To but, tra- but if you're no good, what difference does it make? If, if you go to training camp and get Zim pulled off to the side and empathize mm-hmm. about when he's full of whiskey or wine or whatever he drinks down at the ranch in the middle of that bleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Watching old videotapes of games. That's that what I <laughs> But I've said this to you before, that... Last season mm-hmm. is not appreciated fully by the modern Viking fan for what a flop it was. Yeah. One of the great flops. I don't disagree with you. One of the great flops in the 59 years of the franchise. In the 58 it's years. It's one of the, of the great franchise. flops in Minnesota sports. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You're 13 and 3, and now you've upgraded. Yes. Yeah. And you go 8, 7, and 1, and you. Puke against a team at home that would have put you in the playoffs against a team that has nothing to play for. Yes, that's uh, that 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 should be that should stand among our great flops. You know, mm-hmm. people see more worked up about the Twins bullpen than they do about what what you know. They still like Zimmer after that season. Yeah. yeah, it's it's it, why it'll, why isn't he being questioned more? If they get off to a rough start, I think he might be. I don't know, but you're right in in the terms of if you sign a guy to a unheard of, fully guaranteed eighty four million dollar contract. The only thing I really like about Cousins, he made those SOBs pay him all of it. Yep. How much do we have to give you? All of it. Way to go! Don't worry, they won't be doing that much more. <laughs> The Wilsh will will be saving. All right.
is it is it too early for an unchained here? No, no. Go right ahead. So here's my deal. If Tom Thibodeau had been in charge and had made the same offseason moves that Gerson Rosas has made, we would be screaming and hollering, right? And bad mouthing at every turn. What what in we're now trying to convince people what if Tom Thibodeau had given a multi-year contract, although only one year guaranteed, to a guy who basically flopped at LSU because he was lazy, right? Yeah. Nasri did, you know, basically. He didn't give full effort all the time. If Tibbs had signed Naz Reed, they said, what is he bringing in that lazy? I mean, he, got, he got run out of LSU because he's lazy. Now the guy makes two three-pointers in Las Vegas. They're so hard up for bodies, they signed him, and were writing odes to Naz Reed and the genius of Rosas because they did this in Houston. A, he wasn't in charge in Houston, and B, he, you know, Houston won because they got James Harden. Okay, that's why they won. They didn't win because of genius of Gerson Rosas and uh, Maury. It's just, it's ridiculous. They bring in a guy, a team that can't shoot. They draft a guy who can't shoot, who but he's a very hardworking guy and uh, loves the Lord and all that good stuff, so we're very happy to have him. Mm-hmm. Even though anybody who watched him play for Texas Tech in the Final Four here said, well, you don't want him to have the ball when the game's on the line because he'll screw it up. Uh, and uh, And then the other guy... You know, second rounder who must be you're supposed to be able to shoot, but you know gets drafted in the middle of the second round. So, and you look at that roster; it's very mindful. Mussy got fired because he was trying to win, and he went twenty nine and fifty three, and he wasn't playing Gerald Glass. And we got to go back to, damn it, we got to rebuild this thing. So they hired Jimmy Rogers, and they win fifteen games. And then you got four more years of oblivion, right? Right. So what happened here to the rebuild? And then McHale gets Kevin Garnett and things were better. But what I'm saying is, you know, this is, we've done this before. We've ripped it down before. And what good did it do? You know, the history shows that. You know uh, the answer to your question, though. What? Because he's not tips. He gets he's along not, with people. He's Ger- a nice guy. Gerson seems like a nice guy. Ryan Saunders, a nice kid. Everybody likes him. Yes. Although he's got as much power in the organization as I do. but uh, Don't sell you yourself know. short. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's... Uh, but it's, you know why. Why, why don't we? We like... We like we, if, yeah, we decide, why, why do we? if we decide we like you... You're in with us. Yeah, that's true. But, and, and we Zim. like Zim, and he's Zim. cantankerous. Yeah, Zim's cantankerous. We like cantankerous with Zim. But we... We didn't like cantankerous with Tibbs. You know, he was cantankerous. What if Tibbs had just been the coach? If they hadn't put him in charge of the whole thing, what do you think the feeling of, about Tibbs is? Uh, well, I don't know. Cat uh, trying to... Cat uh, taking shots at him because Cat hasn't turned out to be what he was supposed to be and uh, wasn't a you know wasn't a winner it wasn't cat's fault he's not you think he's going to stand up and take take any blame for 
uh, when they win 26 games next year? You think Cat's going to say, oh, oh, you know, uh, boy, I should have played better? I, I don't think so. I do yeah. want to know. I, I'd like to know, though, what our – I don't necessarily understand – What our standards what are our for standards who we are. like and who yes. we don't like. Yes. Somebody the other day, I've been putting in Escobar's, you know, tweeting about Escobar's numbers. They're unbelievable. <laughs> 23 homers and 76 RBIs, and that was two days ago. And somebody tweets back, says, more evidence that Molitor didn't know what he had. You know, Molitor's the first guy to give him 500 at-bats twice. It's, yeah, you think you think they traded Esky last year on July 31st because Molitor was saying get rid of him? No. You know, I don't think so. No. So, uh, But people are stupid. They want to like Rocco. Which is fine. He's been okay, you know, unless you want to quote. I was going to say, he keeps saying less and less almost every day. It's it's brutal. And, uh, but that's fine, I guess. That's the modern coach, a manager. But uh, that's maybe that's one reason we like Zim, because he'll at least get mad and give you a quote. I think the fans like him, don't you? Yeah, they do. And they don't know why. Right. That's my, that's what I'm trying to figure out. They didn't like Jelly. I guess they like. Zim because they didn't like Chili and they thought Les was boring and yeah you know I don't I don't know and yeah it is yeah. it is interesting but uh, I I mean I got nothing against Gerson but to judge him as having grand ideas that are going to turn this franchise around based on what he's done so far is nonsensical. I think fans of the Wolves need anything they can grab onto for Well, him. there's about 45 of them left. Yeah. They're going to sell so pack Target Center next winter. Oh, it's going to be awful. They they were having, before this draft in offseason, when they were still throwing out the promise of D'Angelo Russell, Yeah, they uh, were selling, they were having a horrible time selling season tickets. What's going to happen? I understand. In, from what I understand. What's going to happen in January when the Wolves are absolutely terrible and I don't mm. think the Wild's going to be very good? What the hell are we going to do? Mm. Is Gopher Richard going to have anything going for Gopher basketball? I see they got, somebody picked them 13th or something. <laughs> right? I but see, I don't think I saw Gopher bad. football in that. I don't think they're that bad. That was the media, though. I don't know where they Is there a coach's poll in football? There probably is not. I don't think there is one. No. 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 But that Cleveland.com poll picked your uh, Fleckinians to finish ahead of only Illinois in the Big Ten West. Yeah, but I think they basically, when you look at it, they picked everybody to finish second to sixth. You know, they got. I, I Although Nebraska was picked to win, which is silly. I was uh, the veteran team that should be favored. But. You know, that's, you know. Now, if we had Brew, yep. culture, yep. he could really use this. Oh, yeah. Of no respect. Absolutely. I, I don't know if uh, PJ's got the uh, no respect angle well enough. So, you know. I was told at the the Big Ten media deal last week that PJ, for PJ, was very tame. That's good. It's good. That he wasn't nearly as over the top. Zealous as he ordinarily is. He might find out that while that works around here, that it's not working as well with the rest of the Big Ten media. That they, you know, Don't some of these veteran old guys in the Big Ten think he's full of beans, you know. So, you know. But hey, I think people should be optimistic. You got an easy schedule, and you played good at the end of last year, and you got an offensive line now. And it sets us up perfectly because then if you are optimistic and they let mm-hmm. us down, you can rip them. 
Yeah, but of course now the thing is, if if they fail, it's going to be well, they were picked to finish sixth in the league anyway. So don't let them up. The so the, the voters did a you know the the vote. No, the voters did a for the acolytes for the Gopher athlete acolytes. It's your job. Now I think it. they're going to get off to a good start crowd wise because they got South Dakota State here and they'll buy fifteen thousand tickets. Oh, okay, but then you got Eastern Illinois and nobody will be there. I was going to say Pat at, at the end of last year. Ooh. He didn't. He did not get people back in that building. It is amazing. Now everybody loves him, but uh, don't go. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's incredible the way their attendance is, and I think it's become convenience. You know, it's convenient to get to the target field. You know, yep. fairly convenient. The Viking thing isn't as bad as it was supposed to be, and going to any event at the University of Minnesota is a pain in the ass. Yep. That's part of what hurts him. And then a, it's probably a pain in the ass to get to Allianz Field, but we we can't be kept away with a fire hose right now. So. Well, because it's new. Totally yeah. different. Yeah, that's true. Positive. And they're good. We're going to the playoffs. Positive Pat in our remaining moments. You got anything? Shane Lowry walking down the 18th uh, fairway at uh, Port Rush, one of the great moments I've ever seen. I said, I, I blogged about this, and I said that uh, next time somebody asks, what sporting event would you like to have been at and you didn't get to go, Shane Rush, I mean, uh, Port Rush, Shane Lowry, 30,000 Irishmen going nuts. Uh, and, you know, a, a great moment in this, in sports that is so, you know, when we're so divided on all other issues, to see Irishmen from both sides uh, cheering and uh, and waving. And, uh, you know, so that that to me was a great moment. And... I think that you know the the twins are yeah, they're playing okay again now. They're uh, but I you're mean, right. That's that issues. series. I'm I'm with you. That was Alice. That series. was fun. That was a great series. That's I mean you know that kind of drama late in baseball games. You don't see that four games in a row. At, at least three out of the four. There right. wasn't much drama when Hendricks got in there Friday throwing a hundred. He's a quirky son of a gun. By the way, I went and talked to him Friday night. He was, uh, he said, I wish Thorpey was here. He, he says, I'm the only Aussie in baseball. I didn't check that, but he said he's the only one. I saw his quote to, to you about going to a restaurant. You yeah, said, is yeah. there one around? He said, yeah, an Outback, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. All right. We'll uh, be, uh, we, we were very mild this week, but uh, next week. Foot- Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.